0: Staggering. Never in the history of motion pictures has one film been so popular. And there's still no end in sight. get us out of here! Oh my, I've forgotten how much I hate space travel. What does it all mean? I must face him alone. The saga continues. That's right, Star Wars is forever. George Lucas and 20th Century Fox have plans for 12 more blockbusting chapters to the Star Wars story. The power of the Force is still growing. Today there are more Star Wars fans than ever before. To keep up with their excitement, blockbusting plans are already being made for this year and many more to come. Because Star Wars is forever.
1: star wars fans and moof milkers everywhere welcome to episode number 33 of blast points uh we we are back it's jason
2: and it's gabe i'm out i'm out of the carbon freeze
1: (laughs) you have hibernation sickness
2: you were busy so you just froze me yeah (laughs) (laughs) hung me on the wall
1: uh your eyesight will return in time
2: yeah if i'm a little rusty it's the hibernation sickness (laughs) Good, yeah, good thing it's we're just talking because I can't see anything.
1: Yeah, so we didn't do an episode together for two weeks, and in that two weeks, I believe, like I think, we could probably talk about all the news that happened for two weeks nonstop if we talked nonstop. I think we could probably start out with Rogue One. <coughs> the news we've all been waiting for finally hit. Jimmy Smits probably got in trouble because he was on the talk show, The Talk, and he confirmed that he's going to be back for Rogue One.
0: Before, before we get going, we want to clear up a little rumor that's going around. Last rumor? month, fans of Star Wars dissected that new sizzle reel that's out for the upcoming film, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And a lot of fans out there are convinced that they spotted you in this trailer reprising your role as Senator Bail Organa uh, so. Uh, no. What no. can you tell no. us? No. Is that you? Who is that then?
1: People got nothing better to do than to look at the <laughs> <full> <laughs> picture. Yeah,
0: they really do. There's stuff going on in the world, go. No? No. no? 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 You can't tell us. Oh, you you can neither confirm us. nor deny. Oh. I think. No, Can you say the word cameo? Can oh. oh. you say the word small part? <laughs>
1: We're bailing out.
2: Get ready. I got a bail. He's right there. I wonder when he says it's a cameo, though. Like, if it's a cameo, like it was a cameo in Revenge of the Sith or Attack of the Clones. Or it's a cameo in, like, he's only in that one shot that we have the still frame from. And he just, like, winks at Mon Mothma and doesn't say anything.
1: (laughs) I bet it's just, yeah, I bet it's just that one part. I bet it's one scene. That's probably right. Because you got to think, so bail or he's still a senator. He can't give up that he's full on Rebel
2: Alliance. What's so Mon Mothma at that point, too. Isn't she?
1: Yeah, that I don't
2: know. Because technically they're both still senators until A New Hope starts and Palpatine dissolves the Senate.
1: That's true. I wonder if that's, that would be cool if that was something we learned more about in Rebels, Mon Mothma's role around this time. What she's up to.
2: Well, and I still think, I think we talked about this a little bit, that it would be pretty wild in Rogue One if they have a a scene, a scene in the Senate oh. to give us one more one more glimpse at the Imperial Senate before it goes away in A New Hope.
1: Oh. The, the floating pods, would the, do you yeah. think they'd still be around?
2: Maybe. Oh. Well, I guess they all got smashed, so maybe...
1: Oh, yeah, you know, they'd, they'd have to re- redo it all, yeah.
2: Yeah, it could be like a new version. Or it's just like all taped up. That's why he dissolved it, because it was cheaper than fixing those pods.
0: No. No. No.
2: You are gone!
1: <laughs>
2: They're made out of plastic now. Yeah. <clears throat> there's, there's cardboard boxes with, <laughs> e, with E.T. aliens in them. I'll be
1: right here. You know, it made me think about Bail Organa, though, and one kind of crazy thing is that people, I feel like people forget how important he is to the Rebel Alliance, especially around that time of like the time of like right before I knew hope, because he is the only person who knows that Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker are on Tatooine. My wife and I will take the girl. We've always talked
0: of adopting a baby girl. She will be loved with us.
1: That's true. And he knows Yoda's alive. He and he knows Yo- He knows where Yoda is.
0: Master <laughs> Kenobi. Repeat. Master Kenobi. Senator Organa. My clone troops turned on me. I need help. We have just rescued Master Yoda. It appears this ambush has happened everywhere. We're sending you our coordinates.
1: And he's probably not telling people that that information at all.
2: Yeah. Well, that's where. Yeah, I would think. Even if he's, he's got to maybe be in one more scene than the, the table scene, because potentially he's in the end of the movie where, after they have the plans, maybe he's the one that beams him to Leia. Mm-hmm. And says, you know, if you get into trouble, go see Obi-Wan.
0: Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only
2: hope. I think you and I both were, had the same thought where, with the crawl, we always thought that Leia was on the way, her way to see Obi Wan, but really, if you read it, she's on her way home and just happens to be by Obi Wan when they get taken over. Right. But maybe for the sake of the story, they will make it seem like she knew about Obi Wan on her, on her way home. <laughs> on your way home, stop and see Obi Wan. Well,
1: oh yeah, know. because their original plans were to take take the Death Star plans to Alderaan and get them to Bail Organa. You really think that's a wise decision under these stressful times? And that Obi-Wan, having known Bail Organa, like, well, okay, yeah, I know him, I trust him. I know I can get that once we get these plans to Bail Organa, then they're in good hands. And Obi-Wan being like the custodian to make sure nothing happened to R2-D2 while getting the plans to Bail.
0: I saw thousands of troops attack the Jedi Temple. That's why I went looking for Yoda. Have we had any contact from the Temple? Received a coded retreat message we have. It requests all Jedi to return to the Temple. It says the war is over. Well, then we must go back.
1: I think I said this before, but I would scream in the theater if, if Bail Organa did name drop Obi-Wan Kenobi.
2: Well, that's a good way if they do want to... Have Leia in there without having to necessarily have a full on shot with Leia if it's just the back of her head talking to Bale's hologram or something. (laughs) There's ways they could do it and not have it be too weird. Right.
0: Commerce skills are preparing for war, there can be no doubt of that.
2: But I think it's great.
1: I the clear line connecting Rogue One in two thousand sixteen to attack the clones and revenge of the Sith. I think
0: it's awesome unfortunately the debate is not over the senate will never approve the use of clones before the separatist attack
1: i can't believe we in the in the two weeks that we've been away we hadn't talked about it but at san diego comic-con a couple weeks ago they pulled a a total surprise prize lando in disguise they had the the same costume display pretty much that was at Celebration London,
2: but then there was a new dude there, Two Tubes. Two Tubes. They knew we were gone for two weeks, so they had to send out Two Tubes.
0: You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love.
2: No.
1: (laughs) No, it's because I'm so in love with you. So Two Tubes, who Bistan got really jealous um, because... We thought maybe Two Tubes would be our new best friend. I don't know. Two Tubes is right up there. Edrio Two Tubes, an ally of Saw Gerrera from the planet Yartanga, who, according to information from the Rogue One Comic-Con
0: costume exhibit, is a mercenary pilot with his eggmate, Bethnik.
1: The, sh- the two share the nickname derived from the breathing apparatus that allows their towgraph physiology to process oxygen, oxygen atm- atmospheres. Wow. Two-Tubes' homeworld, Yartogna, was conquered and occupied by the Empire, forcing Two-Tubes and Benthic to ally with
2: Saw Guerrera. Yeah, so Saw's hanging out with all the cool dudes. What will you become? <laughs> yeah. like Saw, Saw's crew is all the hot stuff. So he's, he's a pilot with his eggmate. This is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. Uh, which is great, because we were talking about Eggmates back with the, uh, the Ord Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> book or and record. It's like, the Eggmates are back.
1: I swear they're listening to us. I swear. Then they whipped up two tubes real quick.
2: It is, they're like, man, is talking about Eggmates. <laughs> we got to get an Eggmate out there.
1: So what does Benthic look like?
2: I'm guessing he looks exactly the same, right? Oh. Maybe like a different coat or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait. They're gonna be flying a ship.
1: He's got a baseball hat on, so you can <laughs> tell them <laughs> apart. Sunglasses. <Yeah. laughs> he's the cool one. Yeah, that's how you can tell them apart. It kind of looks like Tom Cruise. <laughs> place just as is no makeup
2: yeah. <laughs> it could be you know maybe that's how eggmates work one's really handsome and the other looks like a skeleton
1: I thought you were going to say well, one's really handsome and one looks like Tom Cruise yeah or that <laughs>
2: obviously two tubes got all the looks he does I know there's been a lot of love songs written about two tubes in the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lonely men and satisfied ladies. <laughs> I can't get enough of two tubes. I can't stop looking at him. No, no, it's kind of like once once his picture pops up, everything ceases to function <laughs> in a trance, hypnotized. Yeah, Rogue One is just nonstop with the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty, you know, I was looking forward to Force Awakens before it came out. But Rogue One is just totally messing with me.
1: Well, it's something, too. I watched the um, the creature design panel from Celebration London. And uh, there's like Neil Scanlon up there. And he's talking about how they they mainly just talked about Force Awakens, the, the creatures they did for that. But then kind of at the end, he was talking about how working with uh, Gareth Edwards on Rogue One. And how very different their approach to the creature design on Rogue One was compared to Force Awakens. And like Neil Scanlon, you can tell he wanted to talk about it. And he's like almost laughing as he talks about it. He's like, yeah, it's just very different.
2: Was that talk that were, uh, they kind of went into where they would make just you know, almost like thousands of drawings and then they'd whittle them down. And it was like instead of writing a character in the script and coming up with a design for them. They would just pick the aliens they thought were the coolest and then kind of write them into the story.
1: Yeah, which I feel like that's how they did it kind of in the original trilogy.
2: Yeah, well, I think the prequels, too. I mean, that was kind of, that's the Lucas technique of, that guy looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll write him into the script.
1: Yeah, either he's going to be Dexter Jetster or, you know, Horseman from the Separatist Council or something.
2: And then wasn't there, uh, there was an Instagram pick with uh, Bao and uh, Bastain in the background, yeah, just hanging out.
1: Yeah, everybody was like, hey, everybody, look, there's a new picture of uh, Captain and Andor. And then if you look real close in the background, you can see Bistan and Pow walking in the background like best friends. Looks like they're both laughing. Which we learned more about Bistan in the two weeks we were away. We learned he's a door gunner on the U-Wing, and his species is the Ikaru.
0: Hey, this is Pablo Hidalgo, and I'm here at Star Wars Celebration Europe, where we are wrapping up. And during this weekend, we got to meet a certain Rogue One character. And have I some facts for you. Space Monkey's name? Bistan. His species? Iakaru. His specialty? Door gunner on a U-wing fighter. Want to know more? You're going to have to wait, but that should tide you over.
2: And then, well, and then Pa was the one they talked about, basically the design of him using that process, and how the design he looked like he was good at yelling. So, like, well, we're going to make him a... Like a sergeant or something that yells at the guys. (laughs) (laughs) So most likely there's at least one scene of him yelling at people.
0: Uh, This is outrageous.
2: It's outrageous. This is
0: outrageous.
2: (laughs) It's going to be
1: popcorn flying in the air.
2: I'm going to put like uh, plastic wrap over my popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't get everywhere when I start shaking.
1: (laughs) Like a little plastic bubble, like on top of like an icy...
2: Yeah, you' like, just put my my uh, popcorn in an icy cup, please.
1: <laughs> just try and fit your hand through that hole where the straw would go? Or just
2: pour it in your mouth? You're just going to pour it in my mouth, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. So I don't make a mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the mess, everybody. Pow was yelling at people. I couldn't take yeah. it.
2: Oh, yeah, and that was the other right? big Rogue One thing uh, this week, was the uh, they kind of showed more of the Ewing uh, fighter.
1: Yeah, yeah, over on the Star Wars show they did a whole thing like a ILM model in 360 of the U-Wing.
0: The U-Wing is a new ship in the Star Wars universe. It's a troop transport and gunship. So it's there to bring in rebel troops to heavy fire zones and get out as quickly as possible. So it's not just a fighter. It's got a sort of a convertible wing situation exactly. so it can go back and forth. Exactly. The wings move depending on the situation and it's there to both drop off troops and provide air support. Interesting. What's the full technical name? It's the uh, Incom UT-60D. Also really cool about it is that it was sort of secretly unveiled last year at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim where the very first piece of Rogue One concept art is actually showing a U-Wing dropping off troops. Super cool.
2: Yeah and pretty much blowing everybody's mind that the wings swing back. I know. Which no one thought of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one of <saw> that coming. <laughs> Collective gasp. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: yeah, and,
2: and then that other shots like a still from the movie isn't it? It looks like it. Uh yeah. it's Taking mm-hmm. off. Mhm. Mhm. With just uh, a beautiful shot
1: of Yavin. All about the U. I pretty much I I fast forward to the rest of that Star Wars show. because so I was like, Are they talking about the U-wing anymore? No. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No offense, Weird Al. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back. I am now joined by the one and only Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. Thank you so much for taking some time to come and chat with us.
2: My pleasure. I, I think I'm the only one. The- <laughs> yeah. Any any other week, Weird Al, I might have been excited, but it's Ewing time.
1: There was the first TV spot for Rogue One, which had no new footage, but it's kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting that they're actually marketing on TV this soon, because that usually doesn't seem to happen until like like the month before the movie comes out, right?
1: Yeah. I haven't seen that on TV, but that would be that would be cool.
2: But maybe that's for all the people who don't have the internet who hear their friends at work <laughs> talking about Rogue One. I don't know.
1: Talking about two tubes.
2: Yeah. Because in the in the TV spot, does it even did it? I can't remember if it actually had like text that's like a Star Wars story and kind of yeah. It other, does. Other than it's just in the logo at the end.
1: This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel.
2: If you continue to fight,
0: what will you become?
2: Rogue One, a
0: Star Wars story on Cinemark XD screens.
1: Speaking of like weird advertising, I saw that, I mean, you're not gonna be able to find them in stores, but I saw that people are finding the new wave of Black Series figures that includes Jyn Erso, Cassie Nandor, K2SO, a
2: Death Trooper. Like, they are out, supposedly. Yeah, somebody's got them somewhere. Yeah. The K2SO looks really good.
1: Well, it just makes me wonder, too, then, what's going to be available for Rogue One Force Friday?
2: Probably that stuff, for real. Yeah. (laughs) And then probably the smaller figures are the same Probably just. I am gonna think it's just the the main crew. Probably those Lego sets that were leaked a while ago.
1: Yeah, that's true. More stuff, X wings and things like that. More, but yeah. So it's interesting. It's not like they're not following the pattern of the the new movie stuff will only available be available on that Force Friday.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like this was a unintentional release potentially. I don't know, because when was... First Friday is next month, right? In September?
1: Yeah, the end of the month, yeah. Like the 20th, I think.
2: Yeah, it does seem a little early for stores to be getting stuff. But you know how sometimes they get stuff with a little sticker on it that says, don't open until this day. Yeah. So, well, it
1: was I don't like know. like the Force Awakens stuff where people had it early. Really yeah. early. Um, and Cassian Andor, his figure where he's wearing pretty much a Han Solo Hoth outfit, like the little planet, Next to his name says Iadu,
2: E-A-D-U. Yeah, that's kind of driving people nuts trying to figure out what that means. Since that jacket looks like the jacket he's wearing when he's on Jeddah. Yeah. So what are they thinking that that's maybe a city in on Jeddah?
1: Could be. <laughs> a couple more. Think Kathy Kennedy saying. Uh, one thing that she shouldn't have even had to have answered that no han solo is not appearing in rogue one which would have made no sense if he
2: was yeah that would have been a little odd
1: yeah if i slug- mean i guess
2: when they were the rumor came out though it was kind of sounded like it, they were at least being not too silly with it where if it's they happen to be in a bar or something and he's in the background or something that wouldn't be so strange but It would be a little weird.
1: Because Rogue One is set, like, a day and a half before, or the ending at least, like a day and a half before Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker see Han Solo at Mos Eisley.
0: Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship, fast ship, you've never heard of the Millennium Falcon?
2: I mean, if they had... Just footage of Harrison Ford Yeah. It in or something, that would have been okay.
1: They could do that.
2: <laughs> they can just composite in the scene of him talking to Jabba. <laughs> just in the background of some bar.
1: No, man, I would love if for any reason they put a digital Irish human guy, Jabba, walking around in the background. Oh, they could. Hon <laughs> me, boy. <laughs> Han! Why'd you have to fry poor Greedo like that? Oh. Han, my boy, there are times you disappoint
2: me. Why haven't you paid me? And why did you have to fry poor Greedo like that? After
0: all we've been through together. Look, Jabba, next time you want to talk to me, come see me yourself. Don't send one of these twerps. Han. Han. Understand. I just can't afford to make exceptions.
2: Maybe they will. Maybe he'll be, you know, sitting, standing in the background. Oh. Making people's hearts explode.
1: <laughs> Doing a Star Wars story all about that, about human
2: Jabba.
0: Solo! Solo! Solo!
2: Right here, Java. Yeah, there's not enough talk about human Jabba. No, never been an action figure. You can't get a t-shirt. That's a good point that they haven't made an action figure. For human- yeah, what were people thinking, picking Jaina Solo or whatever for the fans' choice this year instead of... Getting the stuff the fans really want.
0: Human Jabba.
2: Yeah, Human Jabba. Han,
0: Han, understand. I just can't afford to make exceptions.
2: He could even come with like a clear plastic slug Jabba that goes over top of him. Like in there, I think in one of the storyboards. Isn't there a storyboard where they like pencil around them how they were going to build the suit?
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you only get real hardcore, yeah. Yeah, an action figure of an ILM animator with a picture of human Jabba on his computer, <laughs> with different screens you can put on his computer. H- hands row, <laughs> call us up. <laughs> the human Jabba,
2: we're waiting. Yeah, we got we got a list of things for you.
1: <laughs> the naked ETS from the Senate.
2: Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been a senator Senate E T figure. No, should be. Mm hmm. Naked. That's how they roll. It, they haven't even. Did they ever even make a Senate pod? I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. Kyle us, would know.
1: Yeah, Kyle Moore. Let us know.
2: Um, now, I've heard a lot of rumors about this uh, movie.
0: One is that it ends 10 minutes before New Hope begins. Cool. What can you say about I love that it's been reduced to that precise <laughs> amount. Well, it definitely leads into New Hope. That's very intentional. But it's a completely new and separate set of characters. And it's a story that sits outside of anything anyone would necessarily know yeah. in New Hope. Now, I've also heard that um, Hayden Christian, Could possibly make an appearance. Can you shed any light on that? No, that is not true. That's not true. you can confirm. I can confirm that. He is not. Okay. And the other rumor is that Han Solo, a young Han Solo from the upcoming movie, might also. No, I can also confirm that. Okay.
2: (laughs) I wasn't totally clear. Does she specifically say, like, what are the specific words she says? Does she say he's not in the movie or he's not in the Darth Vader suit? Now, i also heard that um, Hayden
0: Christensen could possibly make an appearance. Can you shed any light on that? No, that is not true. That's not true. No. You can confirm. I can confirm He's confirm not going to be in it. A... He is not. Bad. Okay. And I...
1: Because, I mean, that's a good question, though. We asked that question before because you say, is Hayden Christensen in the suit? That's a different question than, is Hayden Christensen in the movie? Right. Well, and look at their secrets on Rogue One. For the longest time, we didn't know that Jimmy Smits was back. as Bail Organa. We didn't know before the trailer came out that Genevieve O'Reilly was back from her deleted scene as Mon Mothma. So if they're going right. to get deep cuts like that, you'd think the idea is if they had to show Vader without a mask at some time, they would think, well, we can get Hayden Christensen. He's not doing anything
0: else. If Master Obi-Wan caught me doing this, he'd be very grumpy.
1: He's just sitting at home chilling with his baby and Rachel Bilson from the OC or whatever.
2: Yeah, he's ready to do it. He's ready.
0: He's ready. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. I promise you. I will even learn to stop people from dying. He's probably sitting
1: at home playing Super Mario Kart or something.
2: He's ready to go. Yeah, he's already got tickets. (laughs) As Soon as they call, he's. Like, I already got tickets. I buy my tickets every week.
1: I was
2: gonna say I looked, and I'm sorry, there has been a Senate Pod toy. Oh, okay. For a while, I don't know how I missed that one. Who's in it? Uh there's like a Battle Pack one that comes with Sidious and Yoda and some uh, Shock Troopers. I'm not sure. There may have been another one before that. But so, if you if you search online there's a f- bunch of hardcore people who have like recreated the senate oh with like God. 30 of them.
1: Somebody much smarter than us needs to take like drone technology and have a, f- make a, a senate pod that flies around oh. with a bunch of people in it like this is outrageous. A little sound, <laughs> sound clip The
0: chair recognizes the senator from the sovereign system of Naboo. This is outrageous. I object to the senator's statements. The chair does not recognized a senator from the Trade Federation at this time. To state our allegations, I present I, Queen Amidala, recently elected ruler of the Naboo, who speaks on our behalf. <laughs>
1: I object. Oh. Bunch of Namodians.
2: Yeah, it's just fire up, man. So if
1: somebody asks you something, you just get out your flying Senate pod.
2: This is I okay. object. <laughs> yeah, somebody better hurry and get on that. So
1: somebody that I don't think we should have pizza again for dinner tonight. We just had it last night. I object. They'll come flying out, a bunch of Nemodians <laughs> on it.
0: This is outrageous.
2: I object to the Senator's statements. There's only a few months left before Christmas. So.
1: <laughs> Put a naked E.T. on there. Vote now! Vote now!
2: (laughs) Yeah, his arm's just going up and down.
0: (laughs) I will not defer. I've come before you to resolve this attack on our sovereignty now. I was not elected to watch my people suffer and die while you discuss this invasion in a committee.
1: (coughs) So, speaking of who's in the Vader suit... Somebody ran into David Prouse at a London film and Comic-Con. And somebody asked him, like, hey, what, Hey, Prouse, what do you think about uh, Darth Vader being back in Rogue One? And he said, I don't know anything about Darth Vader coming back, actually. Where did this come from? <laughs> so somebody had to break the bad news to David Prouse that Darth Vader is in Rogue One. And nobody told him about it. He didn't even know. So then he said, it'd be nice to be offered the job again, because I'm still fit and healthy. And I'm still Darth Vader in and around the country. I get loads of requests to do loads of personal appearances, uh, either as myself or as him. People are still very interested in Darth Vader
2: where are those transmissions you intercepted what have you done with those plans <sighs> poor david prouse yeah i kind of feel bad for him but then i kind of don't after uh, reading all the his hijinks in the making of books
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had to give him fake scripts because he couldn't keep his mouth shut
1: and that goes back to the whole reason why they don't call him because he was doing personal appearances as darth vader just on his own, just make a few bucks. Yeah.
2: Uh, didn't he used to sign his name, the real Darth Vader, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he his signatures.
1: Yeah. Don't we know? I think, I feel like we know somebody that has an autographed picture of Darth Vader, Dave Prowse, and this is the real Darth Vader. <laughs> One last thing I was wondering with Jan is like, so we. There's going to be a flashback with her as a little girl And like I was thinking I was trying to figure out how old she is In Rogue One And kind of like what era she was born in And if we see her as a flashback As a little girl Are we essentially watching something set In kind of like the Like I was trying to think of her age And it kind of puts her being born Kind of right around Attack of the Clones Maybe
2: Yeah, well, how old is the actress, at least?
1: She's 32, I think, Felicity Jones.
2: Yeah, so she's 32, and even if she's in movie age, younger than that, she's still going to be older than Luke and Leia.
1: Yeah, because they're 18.
2: So, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, she's going to be born definitely prequel time.
1: Well, if we see her as, like, a little girl, like, six, seven years old five six seven years old in the movie that would kind of put her or that would put that scene maybe right around like revenge of the sith maybe
2: if there's a scene of her dad talking to geonosians
0: (laughs) <laughs> I might. I
2: I won't be alive. Just I just get up and walk out of the theater. <laughs> I, I, won't have, I won't have to get up because I'll just cease to exist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so a ball of light floats out of the theater. There it's goes a
2: ball of light and like a brown stain on my seat.
1: <laughs> there goes Gabe. <laughs> See you on the other side.
2: Yeah, the ball, the ball light will be high-fiving people on the way out. Oh, <laughs> uh, because the time, the time frame's right. If he was like a, a scientist when she was young, working with the empire,
1: it'd be, it'd be like the end of Mission to Mars, alien. I'd take the alien's hand. I'd get in the tube of water. I'm off, off with Gary Stanis. Who knows where
2: uh, There's just a single tier <laughs> CG tier Off my blue wall face
1: Well they could even do Like Galen Erso Like being accompanied by Like clone troopers They could do that Yeah Like, like imagine that like a shuttle lands or something Like dad's gotta go to work And like a couple tough looking clone troopers Come out
2: Man yeah, there's so much stuff. Maybe he's talking to Palpatine. Oh yeah, he definitely. And it's like Revenge of the Sith outfit, Palpatine. No, it would be. It could be pre. It'd be Ian it could, McDermott. It could be yeah. It could be pre. Uh, Mace um, Windu fight. Yeah, unlimited Palpatine. power. Yeah. Man, that would be pretty wild if they flash back that far.
1: Yeah. Could, I mean, who knows what the extent of these flashbacks are going to be. It could be like, you know, Jyn Erso sleeping or something. I don't know. And she like remembers her running in a field and, or something. Who knows?
2: Yeah. Just her dad reading a book.
1: Yeah.
2: Reading a space book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> reading uh, the Ewok adventure to her. Yeah.
0: This is the story of Ewoks, the battle for Endor. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this.
1: Do they even have paper in Star Wars? Okay, well, in Bloodline, there's a part where somebody writes a note to to General Leia for her to run because there's a bomb, and they write it like they wrote they write the word "run" on a napkin, and Leia makes a comment that that. Like, writing on paper is not something that's done in the galaxy anymore. But is there a scene in any of the movies? I don't think so. No. I think it's all, like, data chips and pads and... Holograms. and Holograms, yeah. No. There's never a part of anyone, like, let's look at the map, and they fold something, you know?
2: mm mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you told me about that scene in the book because now I know they have napkins.
1: Yes, well, you got to keep clean.
2: Yeah. I always wondered why everyone's face was so clean. <laughs> <Now> I know. <laughs> there are napkins. there are napkins.
1: So there was uh, a little bit of episode 8 news in the last couple of weeks.
0: Get beautiful Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 8.
1: They they wrapped filming. Yeah. Filming is done on episode eight. <laughs> Until the reshoots and
2: everyone freaks out.
1: <laughs> it's going to be in trouble.
2: Oh, yeah. But yeah, now episode eight is done.
1: Yeah. So now we're entering the fun part of post-production.
2: Still crazy to think that Rogue One is almost done and episode eight is being worked on at the same time. Yeah. There's two big Star Wars movies in production at the same time right now.
1: Well, and they're gearing up pre-production on Han Solo. That's going to start filming in just a matter of months. Um, but I think it's with it wrapping in late July, early August, I think all signs are pointing to we should be able to have a, t- a teaser trailer before Rogue One.
2: Yeah, I can see that. For eight. I, that seems like that would be a missed opportunity not to have something.
1: And I think it would help people that are confused. I think if you show a trailer before Rogue One with a glimpse of Ray and Finn and Poe and Kylo Ren, what they're going to be up to a year from when Rogue One comes out, just a little tiny glimpse, I think it will be kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: It would be so cool to get another... Well, I guess the last teaser was the same way. I would say with something with just audio and no dialogue, but that's kind of how the... Force Awakens one was too
1: Yeah I mean that's all I want Kind of like a glimpse Of what What's going on You know Like what Where everybody's at Just I don't know I I don't want to even say it But if they even hint At Luke Skywalker With a lightsaber You failed your highness I am a Jedi Like my father before me
2: Oh man Yeah That would be enough you,
1: you wouldn't even make it to Rogue One.
2: The little Yeah, that's a, that's the problem. They can't make it too crazy because people need to stay alive for two hours after the trailer's done. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's such a good story! <laughs>
2: Seriously! Luke saw- is so cool in this one.
1: There was a little bit of uh Kelly Marie trans character. Uh, a, now, this rumor, it's a rumor that came from the International Business Times, which isn't necessarily known for their... Uh, hot-breaking Star Wars That's where I get all
2: my scoops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Making Star Wars, forget them.
2: Yeah, IBT's where all the scoops happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every morning I wake up, check IBT.
2: Yeah. Uh, Need need to find out some Star Wars business. (laughs) It's time for Star Wars business. International.
1: Uh, They're saying Kelly Kelly Marie Tran's character is named Aya aya and she plays an information broker who sells valuable intelligence to the highest bidder she deals with the first order and the resistance and finn and aya have a scene in a fancy bar where their stormtroopers come in they shoot at finn and they escape possibly on the space horse that sounds good
2: yeah i'm ready for that hopefully they run by some of the the mannequins with the uh Space clothes on them
1: <laughs> I love that still. Yeah, more photos are coming out from the Dubovnik filming thing of places you can go shopping in the Star Wars universe and get some sweet
2: clothes and uh monocles too it looked like.
1: Yeah. I really hope that's Corellia. It's the shopping planet. Who knew?
2: Yeah. There's a uh, the whole planet's one big mall. <laughs> <laughs> There's Hot Topic over there.
1: <laughs> there's Forever 21. <laughs> and look, <laughs> there's Cinnabon. <laughs> Rick O'Leary giving tours of the mall <laughs> planet. There's Chancellor
0: Valorum show. And look over there. Senator Palpatine is waiting for us. So
1: the Han Solo movie, things are still happening with that. Han Solo.
0: Oh, Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han
1: Solo.
2: Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo.
1: There was there was the big rumor that came out that got everybody in a a fussy because there was nothing else to talk about that day. That Alden Ehrenreich was contracted for three appearances and everyone's gonna be like, oh look, they're give me three Han Solo movies, which is just silly. I mean, there could be. I mean, I think it's gonna be like what Marvel does, like. Oh, hey, look! And by the way, Iron Man is showing up in this, and Captain America is going to show up in that.
2: Like, yeah, that would make more sense. That, and we've talked about this that it it kind of potentially makes sense, at least for the first batch of these uh, Star Wars stories, to kind of potentially have them in a similar time frame, so that if there's a Boba Fett movie, Han can show up, or right, and you yeah. don't
1: have you don't have to do contracts renegotiations with Alden Ehrenreich or something like he just signs one contract and if we want to have you show up in a Boba Fett movie or a Dengar movie or yeah a Saboba movie you can
2: this is probably a good time to talk about the Han comic
1: yeah so
2: uh, because that, that comic actually got me more excited for the Han movie
1: so what's going on in the Han comic?
2: It's pretty much Cannonball Run I think with Han yeah bit of pod race, a little bit of cannonball run. around. I mean, it's basically Han has to go on the secret mission that happens to be getting being in this intergalactic race, which is just full of crazy creatures and ships.
1: Do you, I feel like that's kind of starting Han, like they're saying in the Visual Dictionary book, Han's career as like a race, like a space race car driver thing.
2: Oh, so the only thing that then makes me sad is if he doesn't start as a space racer until... That time frame, it's like... All I could think about reading that is if the Han Solo movie was basically like a wacky car race movie. Oh.
0: Cannonball, cannonball, cannonball. It's
2: not what you do, it's how you do. Be anything you want to be. With Han and Chewie and all these other racers, but I guess they're already doing it for the comic, but man, it's... Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that comic.
1: That would be... I mean, that would be, I think that would be really awesome, honestly, if the Han Solo movie was, like, legit, even, yeah, like you said, even though they're doing it in the comic, like a cannonball run set in the Star Wars universe, like a race, a race across the galaxy.
2: And there's just, yeah, crews of wacky characters, and,
1: oh, man. That would
2: be, that would be awesome.
1: Do Do you think, would normal people find that awesome, or just us?
2: I don't know. Everybody likes, it's like Fast and Furious. If it's like Fast and Furious with aliens. That's true. People, you know, everyone loves Fast and Furious, which is, I think, I know why I like it, but it's weird that normal people <laughs> like it. So I think, yeah, why not? People like races. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's very George Lucas.
2: Yeah, totally George Lucasy.
1: Which makes sense why maybe George Lucas loves the Han Solo comic, which we learned a little bit about. Yeah,
2: like I said, it's got races and... Doug's in it,
1: <laughs> so Lucas contacted the artist Mark, or he contacted Lucasfilm, who contacted the artist Mark Brooks on the Han Solo comic. That George Lucas himself wanted to purchase every original page from the first two issues. It's awesome. So I'm that a- that probably means at least that Lucas is reading the comics, right?
2: Yeah, at least yeah, or he has someone read them for him. <laughs> 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 it And tell him about it.
1: His poor wife. Describe describe to me what's going on on the page.
2: What is Han Solo wearing?
1: (laughs) Describe to me the dog. Does the the dog have little beads hanging from his jowl things? Because I I told John Knoll to put those
0: in there. (laughs) They looked at the stories and they said, we want to make something for the fans.
2: It's a good comment because I'm, you know, I like Han, but I'm not like the hugest Han Solo fan. So when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna make a Han comic," I was like, "Okay, whatever." But right. yeah, I think th- it's my favorite Star Wars comic right now.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm. I still really I, the Poe Dameron comic. I was really kind cool. of. It. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about Poe. You're right. Poe's good. Yeah,
2: but what, at least I guess in in original trilogy timeline. Okay. Really, yeah. The Han one is is hot stuff.
1: And It's interesting too that the Lucas buying the artwork thing. There was a little bit of clarification on that, that supposedly there's a part of his his deal with Disney is that all original artwork, right? He has the option yeah, think, yeah. to be purchased by Lucas first, right? What what were the deal what was the deal on that?
2: I think that was yeah, he basically he, he has the first the right of first refusal or whatever they call it, where basically if there's Star Wars art, if any if they're gonna sell it, George Lucas gets first dibs. Um, And then I think, weren't they saying that basically whatever price they offer it to George Lucas for, if George Lucas passes, that's the most expensive they can ask for it to sell it to anybody else. It's
1: outrageous. No,
2: no, no. They actually have to, I think, list it at what they offered Lucas so they can't, like, give Lucas, you know, charge $2 million for something. And then if he doesn't want it, if they
0: want to just sell it to regular people, they have to charge $2 million. If you're trying to sustain that level of peak pleasure, you're doomed. It's a very American idea, but it just can't happen. You just let it go. Peak, great, pleasure is fun, it's great, but you can't keep it going forever. Just accept the fact that it's here and it's gone, and maybe again it'll come back, and you'll get to do it again. Joy lasts forever. Pleasure is purely self-centered. It's all about your pleasure. It's about you. It's, about, it's a selfish, self-centered emotion is created by a self-centered motive of greed. Joy is compassion. Joy is giving yourself to somebody else or something else. And it's a kind of thing that is, in its subtlety and lowness, much more powerful than pleasure. If you get hung up on pleasure, you're doomed. If you pursue joy, you will find everlasting happiness. So with that, I'm gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you.
1: And they they announced um, or suppose or they didn't announce it. It was leaked out the uh, the production title for Han Solo is uh, Carbonado Industries Limited. Yeah,
2: I don't know what that means.
1: Well, like carbon, carbonado.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> carbon okay, freezing. Because yeah. yeah, people were like, "Oh, that means something," and I thought that that okay. <laughs> This facility is crude, but it should be adequate to freeze Skywalker for his journey to the Emperor.
1: There's another one at Lucasfilm film called PLT Productions Limited, which could be any number of things. It could be episode f- nine. It could be the third standalone film. It could be Indiana Jones 5.
0: You're a, a teacher? Part-time.
2: Well, then isn't there also the... Um The new project with uh, that lady that does a lot of animation stuff.
1: Yes, which is mysterious. It sounds like an animation thing. Who knows what that is?
2: Yeah, but that could be that other name as well, since that's at least something that's being talked about publicly.
1: Yeah, something's in the works. So then in other random news, also coming out of San Diego Comic-Con... We got a first look at the Hot Toys Luke Skywalker Force Awakens figure.
2: Which is putting the hot in hot toys.
1: <laughs> Red Hot Toys.
2: Yeah. Two Like hot when to they touch. came up with the name hot yeah, two hot toys. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, someday there's gonna be a Force Awakens Luke and it'll justify the name.
1: I I don't even want to think about how expensive that's gonna be or how much blood I'll have to donate to probably <laughs> to be able to get it? Or what's going to happen if that's available by Celebration Orlando? If I have money in my wallet? Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. That might be there. You got, the, you got the Star Wars fever. You're sweating. And you see that. And you're already crazed. And you're like, let's get it. Let's do it. I don't need to eat. <laughs> I don't know. Probably- I'll, I'll figure out how I'm going to fly home later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to buy a plane
1: ticket? (laughs) How are you going to get an extra seat for your Luke figure? Yeah. Strap him in.
2: Get one of those uh, baby carrier chest (laughs) things. Keep it close. It's not safe to pack it.
0: (laughs) My last thing. Uh, I love the Star Wars anthology films because it's going to be able to explore... Uh, new things. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Rogue One and uh, the Han Solo movies just because it's Phil and Chris. What do you want to see in a future anthology film uh, in the Star Wars universe? I got to say, I, you know, Kathy uh, Kennedy, who's running it all, uh, she seems to be sort of, you know, hitting all the right, uh, pushing all the right buttons. I mean, I, I feel like there isn't something that I would love to see. I mean, there, there's a. I guess the one thing I would say is that there's there's a Knights of Ren story that I think would be pretty cool to, to tell. Cool. I'm going to leave it there.
2: Man. Mm-hmm. It's funny. This, like, I don't know why that never even crossed my mind before, but it makes a lot of sense.
1: A Knights, but, of, Ren, Knights of Ren story?
2: Yeah. But it kind of makes me feel like they're not going to get into the Knights of Ren months then in Episode 8 or 9 then.
1: Mm. Well, and also you wonder how much of the day in, day out Of episode 8 or 9 J.J.'s involved in I would guess not a whole lot
2: Yeah But he still I think Has an executive producer Credit right So he I'm sure he's reading the scripts And possibly there When they're doing um, Maybe not like dailies or something But if they're doing You know Viewing cuts of the film He's probably involved in that
1: Yeah I mean you'd have to think That he wants to know Where it's gonna go Or has
2: some sort of input I don't know Yeah yeah, why wouldn't Why would he be like, "No, I don't I'm not really interested."
1: <laughs> who cares about that crap? <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm too busy. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you who Snoke is. Snoke's the dope. <laughs> <laughs> Abram's out.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Puts on sunglasses, drives mm-hmm. away. I know who Ray's parents are? Yeah. Who cares? Abrams out. Oh. <laughs> so the digital bits, which is a pretty oh. reliable website, they you know they don't they don't post a lot of a lot of baloney. They were saying that the prequel films were going to come out on 3D Blu-ray along with Force Awakens 3D in December. In a box set. I can see that
2: happening. Do you have a 3D Uh, TV, Gabe? I don't, but... (laughs) (laughs) I, I already started looking at how much they cost. The greatest saga of all time is coming to the big screen in spectacular 3D. That would make me buy a 3D TV, I think.
0: I
1: mean, they gotta be people gotta be slashing prices right because nobody bought those like avatar came out and everyone's like i'm gonna watch everything in 3d for the rest of my life and then that didn't happen
2: yeah most of the 3d tvs are are hard to get but a lot of the newer some of the newer like 4k tvs and stuff still support 3d so they're still available just kind of have to hunt for them oh man but yeah it's it's like it totally makes sense because they have force awakens they want to put it on in 3d and i'm sure they're doing the math of are they gonna Make more money just releasing Force Awakens three D, or the extra cost of putting the prequels out too? Is that going to draw in even more people to buy it?
1: And they spent money converting Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith to three D. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't free, right? And they got to make some money off those
2: somehow. Yeah, it'll get me to buy it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I slept all through, at, uh, in Anaheim, I slept all through the middle of Attack of the Clones. Soon as As soon as Obi-Wan landed on Kamino, I was
2: out. It's like right when it's getting good. I know. I was so tired. I was so mad at myself. It kind of made it more magical, though, because it, it was like a dream.
0: <laughs> what if dreams came true? But dreams do come true. Don't they? <laughs>
1: I wish somebody would have taken a photo of us with the 3D glasses on, complete and a nacho sitting on our lap, passed out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing I was hoping, too. It's like, if it really does come out, maybe I won't have to wait in line for eight hours to see Revenge of the Sith at Celebration Orlando. <laughs> yeah. But I probably still would just to see it on the big screen 3D.
1: Yeah. Um, but I'd be real curious to see... Uh, I mean, I think even *Phantom Menace*, which everyone said had the the shakiest 3D of the group, I mean, it still had some cool 3D moments. When I've seen it in 3D twice now, but like, I bet at home it would probably look even cooler.
2: Yeah, I think so. Well, and I'm, you know, we can hope too if they do release this and enough people buy it. Maybe that's going to a test <clears throat> a way to test the waters if it's worth converting the original trilogy because it is going to be weird in ten years when there's like. 15 Star Wars movies that they're all in 3D except for the original three.
1: 15 years or so, they'll figure out how to do like virtual reality Return of the Jedi or something. Just pipe it into your heart. <laughs> You'll be able to touch Maydeen's beard. Yeah. <laughs> you pour water on it and it grows. Chia. Why had there ever been a Chia Pet General Madine? I would buy two of them. <laughs> Just at the, least Just the beard grows out
2: Yeah I would just live off Eating the, the fur That grew <laughs> off of The Maidine's head Be Like all the vegetables I'd eat
1: <laughs> Keep one at work Just having <laughs> my snack
2: <laughs> Eating eat
0: my greens
1: <laughs> gotta, gotta stay healthy Lots of Star Wars movies
2: Coming out Yeah So Vitamin Maidine <laughs>
1: <laughs> got get your vitamins Yeah <laughs> So ABC said they have had discussions with Lucasfilm about the possibility of a Star Wars live-action TV show. Still very still long years up, but they said there have been discussions, there are still discussions, it's an ongoing thing, but it's something clearly that ABC wants to have happen.
2: I'm excited and would be happy to see the TV show, but I don't think I want it to be on ABC. Yeah, it, it's got to be Netflix or HBO or something, or it—it it doesn't seem like it's going to be. I just can't even imagine like what a network TV Star Wars show would even be like, like basing it on Agents of Shield. Like, mm-hmm. it would be kind of weird.
1: Well, and it's—it's it's tricky because you. I, I get that Lucasfilm. If they wanted it to have happened already, it would have already happened. But I get that they're like, well, if we do this, it's got to be excellent. It's got to be great which everybody brings it up but it, then it can't be agents of shield. Sorry any agents of shield fans that are out there.
2: Yeah. But and it's not even that agents of shield is bad. It's just comparing agents of shield to what the movies are like. There's definitely a difference in quality and yeah. tone and
1: yeah. Civil War versus Agents of Shield. I mean, where I almost feel like if you look at Agents of Shield as an example of what not to do. Like Agents of Shield tries to do like superheroes. It makes sense cuz it's Marvel. But if they did A star wars tv show but just made the focus very small like almost i imagine like like a family or something
2: it's okay everybody he's gone how
0: are you wonderful well huh
2: your son's been doing your pride saved my tail more than a couple times Oh, Mala, I'd love to, but I can't. i got to get back to the Falcon before somebody stumbles across her.
0: Hey, will you look at Lumpy? He's sure grown, huh?
2: And I think his voice is changing. Come on, I'm just teasing. Well, well. i got to go. Have a nice life day,
0: but be careful. A lot of troopers in the area. Chewie, check and the coast is clear, will you?
1: family to me. Like you could I could easily see them doing it in like original trilogy timeline since they're already building up with the Han Solo movie and Rogue One a lot of that era So pretty much
2: the Ewok movie show.
1: Yeah, the Ewok movie show. You have it's Sindel and her family
0: hidden among the trees. Sindel threw her arms around her injured father. Daddy, they
1: killed Mommy and Mace.
0: But yeah, if you
1: if you found a way to do it small and not, you know, the galactic civil war or something.
2: Yeah, that could maybe work.
1: But the thing with Star Wars that would separate it from Marvel is you have, Lucasfilm would have all the resources already. They would have aliens and creatures and ships and sets and costumes, all these things that they could pull from. If you wanted rebel soldiers, well, we got tons of rebel soldier outfits. If you want astromech droids, we got tons of astromech droids we can use. Like, they're almost building up a backlot they could use for a TV show where it could still feel legit. That's true. It's a good point.
2: Otherwise, maybe they'll just release detours on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> I would be fine with that.
1: Where would you see, where, where would you imagine the Star Wars TV show being set? <sighs>
2: I don't. I guess I don't see why they would do a Star Wars TV show and not use the stuff they already wrote, which would make it what in between the movies, in between the trilogies, right? In on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I kind of feel like they've already spent the money writing all those scripts. Why would they start from scratch? You know me. I still want I want good good Dooku and Padawan, Qui Gon show so. It's a great pity that our paths have never crossed before, Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon always spoke very highly of you. I wish he were still alive. I could use his help right now. Qui-Gon Jir would never join you. Don't be so sure, my young Jedi. You forget that he was once my apprentice just as you were once his. Sign me up for that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, even like with Alden Ehrenreich's 3 picture deal, like let's say you have a TV show set in the original trilogy, you will tune into the pilot or tune into the during sweeps week or something, and Alden Ehrenreich's cameo was Han Solo or something.
2: Maybe they can make the Mace Windu is still alive show. Yeah. Since Sam Jackson was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. once, so <laughs> that's what they call it.
1: The Mace Windu is still alive. Show. Yeah. Now is not the time for this. For your
2: own good, stay out of this affair.
1: Okay, so in our um, two weeks away, we had four new iTunes reviews. So let's so yeah, so let's read through these here. All um, right. We got one from Dexter Jetster. Hey. Yeah. Uh, and dexter writes great podcast great podcast that celebrates all things star wars they share my love of obscure characters and report news but also do a new topic every week except for this week listen to these moof milkers and they will lighten up your day that's great thanks thank you dexter jetster we got one from porkloins 52 nagula is an understatement Ah, there you go. I love this podcast. I love the topics they choose to discuss. I love the hilarious sound bites. I love the fact that it's fueled by fandom without any pretentious judgment. I'll admit that I always considered myself a casual Star Wars fan, but this podcast, combined with the release of The Force Awakens, has sparked a whole new love for everything Star Wars within my heart. This podcast is so funny, I learned something new with every single episode. Episode 9, The Secret History of the Donnie Marie Star Wars ho- Star Wars Special is so hilarious all the way through. I listened to it while I was baking and I was laughing so hard. It was impossible to pipe a straight line of frosting. I had to redo several cupcakes. Hashtag worth it.
2: We like cupcakes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Make us some cupcakes.
2: E- Email us some cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we got one from Serge It Mori. These blast points are more accurate than C-3PO's odds. I'm a complete moof milker for not leaving this review sooner, but blast points is just so good that my rusty digits couldn't type a good enough review. I've been hooked from the start. Jason and Gabe and each of these guests hit all the talking points that other Star Wars podcasts skim or skip over. From the first episode, with the question of whether or not Un- Unkar Plutt will wear a silly hat in episode eight, to the recent questioning of Luke's past fashion choices. I can't wait to see where in the Outer Regions Blast Points takes us next. But you can be sure there will be laughs and a whole lot of Star Wars discussion and revelations you won't find anywhere else. May the force and a good blaster at your side always be with you. This has been Emerson, a fellow Michigander, thinking way too much about a galaxy far away and saying thanks and hoping more people will join us on this weird adventure through fandom. Hope to see and talk to you guys again soon. All right. Thank you, Serge. And then we got last one from ELHB. And she writes... They don't need luck, they're the best. I tried moofing, I tried milking a moof and it isn't for me. I tried listening to Blast Points and it is for me. I follow several Star Wars podcasts, but Blast Points has risen rapidly to the top of my list. Jason and Gabe know Star Wars backwards and forwards and they're not afraid to take joy in their fandom to embrace and laugh with it with the goofier aspects of the universe. I especially appreciate how they shine light on lesser known corners of franchise history from the star Wars themed episode, of the Donnie Marie show who knew to the vintage TV ads for merchandise while also keeping up to date with the latest Disney era news. I don't even care that I have a ridiculous grin on my face while I'm listening. If you love star Wars, you owe it to yourself to check out blast point. Thanks. That's great. Everybody. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank 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 you. Hi, J.J. Abrams here. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Wars Episode Seven, thank you. So, yeah, you
1: should leave us a review on iTunes, just like all those folks did, and we will read your review on an upcoming show.
0: You must contact me.
1: You can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We're on all of those. Like the Blast Points page. Tell us recommendations for shows or ideas you have for shows or talk to us, ask questions, whatever you want to do. We're out there.
2: And send us cupcakes.
1: And please send us lots yeah,
2: lots of cupcakes. <laughs> or pictures of cupcakes, I guess that's okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Or some two tubes cupcakes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> two cupcakes one for two tube and one for benthic is egg mate egg cakes <laughs> a bestand cupcake or <laughs> so that about wraps up episode 33 of blast points uh we'll be back next week talking about something
2: yeah there'll be something they'll be, <laughs> <There'll> be something
1: <laughs> but well, yeah, we'll both be back next week things won't be busy again for a long time we won't be frozen in carbonite for a while so
2: yeah i'm kind of feeling defrosted now so i think i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready for next week
1: all right so on behalf of episode 33 uh this is jason this is gabe uh thank you for listening we'll see you next time thanks bye-bye may the force
0: be with you goodbye old friend may the force be with you Unfortunately, the debate is not over. My joints are almost frozen. (laughs) All right, let's light it up.